Welcome to the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. This podcast is designed to help you grow in faith and walk in the promises of God's Word. Now, let's join today's episode with our host, Tim Dumas. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Tim Dumas. Thank you for joining me. Today, we're going to look at a true account of Jesus healing, ministering healing to a man who could not see. And what I want us to find out here is, are all healings just immediate? Or are sometimes they're partial? And if they are partial, what do we do? Okay, so we're going to look to the scripture for the answers. God gave us his word so that we can learn from it, to know who God is, to know his will, to know how to walk in his will. So let's begin by reading Mark chapter 8, verses 22 through 25. I'm going to share with you today from the World English Bible. And this is referring to Jesus. He says, he came to Bethesda and they brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him. He took hold of the blind man by the hand and brought him out of the village. He had spit on his eyes and laid his hands on him. And he asked him if he saw anything. He looked up and said, I see men for I see them like trees walking. Then again, he laid his hands on him. He looked intently and was restored and saw everyone clearly. Now, let's back up and go through this again. Let's point out some things. Let's, let's believe God to teach us from this true account of Jesus ministering, healing to a blind man. First, I want to point out that this man's friends, they brought him to Jesus. They believed that Jesus had the power to heal him. They believed that he would. That's why they brought him. They said they brought the blind man to him and begged him to touch him. Now, of course, if they've seen others being healed, and so they believe Jesus is a healing Savior. He is the one who is prophesied to come. He has healing ability. So we want him to touch our friend who is blind because they believe that healing power flowed out of him. And, and we saw in other scriptures where, of course, that was happening. And it says, he took hold of the blind man by the hand and brought him out of the village. Now, it's interesting. He just didn't minister healing right there to the man. He took him out away from people. Now, why is that important? We see in other places in Scripture where when Jesus was going to minister to someone, he often separated that person from other people. Sometimes when you have unbelieving people or skeptics or, or people who are not in agreement with you, then they can hinder your faith working. And like I said, we saw it, we see it in scripture and other places where Jesus actually told some people to go outside or, or left people behind and as he moved forward with, with a certain smaller group. So here's, here's what I want you to take from this. Be aware that sometimes what you're believing God for, you shouldn't share with everybody. You shouldn't share with those who are not in faith with you, who are not willing to believe with you, who are not standing on scriptures with you, because you don't want somebody else's doubt hindering your faith. Now, if you know somebody who does believe in healing, if healing is what you're believing for, in this case, this is what we're talking about, or whatever it may be, just believe in the promises of God. If you know somebody who will stand in faith with you, then, you know, then often it's fine to share with them and ask them to join with you. But I'm just saying, be careful who you tell what you're believing for, because you don't want somebody who will be against you 
or or try to get you to doubt or try to give get you to give up on what you're believing for. But look for those who will stand in faith with you, especially when you're led by God to ask somebody to join with you in faith. Okay, so again, Jesus brought him out of the village and he had spit on his eyes and laid hands on him and asked him if he saw anything. Now we read through the scriptures and we see that Jesus actually used many different methods to minister healing to someone. So just because you read this account, when you want, when somebody asks you, will you believe with me, pray for me for healing? That doesn't mean you're supposed to spit in their eyes. Okay. We can't take a circumstance or an incident that we see in scripture and base that as the method that we always use, because we see Jesus use many different methods to administer healing to someone. So I did want to point that out. He says uh, he had spit on his eyes, laid hands on him, and asked if he saw anything. And the man looked at him and said, I see men, for I see them like trees walking. Now here's what I want to point out. This man was blind, and now he can see partially. Right? Isn't that what they're saying? He said, I see men, but I see him like trees walking. He's not seeing clearly yet. Have you ever been believing God for something and you see part of the answer come? Well, if you have or if you do in the future, if that's not the whole answer, don't quit. If it's not the whole promise, don't quit. Stay connected with God through his promises, believing his promises, confessing his promises, confessing the faithfulness of God, confessing what Jesus has already done through his redemptive work, and you hold on to the fullness of the promise, not just the partiality of it. The man was partially healed. He looked up and said, I see men, for I see them walking like trees. Then Jesus again laid hands on him. He was again ministering healing power to this man. So this tells us that healing power went into him, but apparently it caused some healing, but not the complete healing. So Jesus again laid hands on him and administered healing power to him. So we see that healing power can flow into a person through somebody's laying on of hands, but it can be in degree. The first degree, the first time he laid hands on him, the man did not receive enough of that healing power for his eyes to be completely well. There was some improvement. At first he couldn't see at all. Now he can see, but Jesus needed to minister healing anointing to him again. So again, my hope for you is when you see God's promises in the scripture and you see what God's will is, then you hold on to those promises until you see the fullness of that promise come to pass in your life. When you're confessing that promise, because that's an act of faith, we make our words agree with what God has said in his word. So we're saying what he said. We believe his word is true in our life. We're confessing them and we see partial uh, manifestation of that. What do we need to do? We need to keep doing the confession. We need to keep believing. We need to continue to be active. Just as Jesus laid hands on this man and ministered healing to him, he had a partial healing. Jesus laid hands on him again for the fullness of his healing until he saw clearly. We so often miss God's best because we see a little bit of God's will come to pass in our life and we think, well, that's the answer. 
It could be that it's partial the answer. Hope you understand what I'm saying. If it doesn't line up with scripture, then you need to continue until it does. So much of scripture tells us to be faithful. So much of scripture tells us to be diligent. So much of scripture tells us to keep going and and do not be weary in well-doing. Keep believing God till you see the fullness of the promise. And if you do see some improvement, you know, that's good. That's good. But don't even then, don't let your faith go there. Sometimes people will get excited because they see improvement. And so they'll start using just the simple fact that they are improving to what they base their faith on. No, we always base our faith on, on the word, on the faithfulness of God and his promises. So you can be happy about the improvement, but that's not where your faith goes. Because then what if the improvement stalls? You see, what never changes is the word of God. So when you're believing for healing, whatever you're believing for, if it's in the word of God, then believe for it. Continue applying the word of God in your life. And you can always do it through your confession of faith. Now, you may be led at different points to do something different as an act of faith. Just like in this case, Jesus spit on the guy's eyes and laid hands on him. But we see in other places he didn't do that. So, no, we can always stand in faith on the scripture, believe in God, confess in his word. But if he leads you to do something specific, then you need to heed that leading. First, make sure it lines up with scripture. Because everything that we do, we want to make sure that it lines up with scripture. Okay? Even the leadings of our heart. Making sure it's not against scripture. But stand in faith. Confess the word, and if there's a special leading you got, really focus on that. Listen to what God's telling you to do, and do it as an act of obedience and as an act of faith. But make sure you're hearing from God. And if you are, that that leading will just continue to get stronger and stronger and stronger. Okay? So we're going to keep believing God. We're going to look to God's word to see what his will is. We're going to believe him and we're going to move forward and we're going to grow in our faith life so that we can continue to grow in knowing God for who he is, becoming who he's called us to be, and doing what he's called us to do. Again, I'm Tim Dumas. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. God bless. Mm-hmm.